Today's topic is about getting courage to live your life purpose. This is a pivotal time in spiritual and ambitious souls' lives when they really are deciding that they need to make a pivot. Sometimes it can be so confusing because you're wondering, what in the hell am I supposed to do? Like, what is it that is my purpose? And when you find your purpose, or at least you know the direction of it, you start really wondering if this is indeed something that you can do. So let's talk about it in this episode. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Getting the courage to live your life purpose. This is a pivotal time in your life when you're really sitting there going, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take my life purpose and I'm going to actually live it through my career. When you realize that a pivot needs to be made, this is something that comes up and we feel very vulnerable. Now, if you're in the place right now where you're like, I want to do this, Whitney, but I don't know what the heck my life purpose actually is, then I've got a guide for you. So hang around and I'll tell you about it. But your life purpose, everyone is born with this life purpose archetype. We come in and we have the energy that surrounds us that helps us understand our mission. So for instance, if you've taken Intuition Abundance Academy, I know that you know what we're talking about because there's life purpose training in there, but we have this energy that is in our field. So for instance, if you're a healer, which is one of the life purpose archetypes, you have this desire to heal. And how you heal looks different because you get to choose the life path that corresponds with your life purpose. So your life purpose is an energy and the life path of that purpose is your vocation and how you choose to walk it. So if you're a healer, you might choose to be a doctor, an acupuncturist, a Reiki practitioner, and so forth. So for instance, one of my life purpose archetypes, it is not my primary, but I thought it was at one time, and then I had to make a pivot, but I wanted to heal. And so because this is my second archetype, I've had to experience healing in my life through my body and mind. And I have had certain areas in my life where there's been a huge transformation. So that phrase that you've heard before, healer, heal thyself, is true. I had to understand and kind of be smacked in the face that healing is real. And for me, it was a combination of the spiritual healing that could take place in my mind and body. In 2007, I was in a dark place. I had so many things wrong with my body and the doctors did not really know what to do with it. They just kind of gave me these, these diagnoses 
because it was a bunch of symptoms that they couldn't quite understand. They said I had interstitial cystitis, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, and the list kind of went on of these autoimmune kind of things. So I ended up doing treatments that were not very kind, I think, to my body because I wanted to feel better. And I got to a time in my life where I couldn't go from my bed to the bath without resting. Like I was just exhausted. So my aunt kind of dragged me to this place in Arizona and she said, we're going to do alternative healing. So there in alternative healing world, I received Reiki treatment, shamanic healing. I also received psychic readings. And the first time I ever got a Reiki treatment, I got weirded out and I got off the table early. But then my spirit and soul knew I needed it. So I went back the next day. And after four days of this kind of energy, I was able to go on a guided hike in the desert. Now, your girl right here wasn't able to go from the bed to the bath before this trip and had a hard time getting from the main entrance of the airport to the terminal. And in four days going on a hike, I knew this was real. Now, during one of the readings I got, they said, Whitney, you're going to do this for others. And I was like, you are full of it. Like, there is no way that I'm going to do this for other people. Like, no. Because my ego was telling me that there's no way I can make a living at this, and I don't know enough, and I'm not good enough, and X, Y, Z. Fast forward to after the trip, I went to see this doctor who specialized in chronic fatigue. And I was on a wait list for months and months at Duke University. And I went in to see him. I told him about my experience with all the healing and how I felt. And he looked at me and said, I think you're healed and you need to learn how to teach this to others. I was like, what? A doctor told me this? Oh my gosh. So I really took this seriously and started to learn how to do this, how to channel Reiki. And then I started a business doing that. So that's my journey. And the reason I'm sharing it is because you may feel like there's a lot of twists and turns on your journey too. You might feel like you're in a place of what the fuck do I do moments where you're like, I am and the dark night of the soul. I completely don't know what the next step is. I don't know how to even get to my purpose or to make it a career for myself. Like, I don't even know the steps. So with that, let's talk about how it works. Well, one, give yourself patience. And two, trust your intuition. I kept getting these hunches, these shoves, these pulls, these these dreams sometimes, and also just the, the knowing that you need to do this. And then it was as if the universe was gifting me things through other people that I was close to. I remember somebody gifting me a Reiki class for Christmas. So it was like, oh, you're not going to do it. Well, here it is. So as I started to learn how to do this, I knew so strongly within me that people needed to understand that they could have healing in a different way. And that was my driver. When we are in resistance, when we are not wanting to live our purpose, one of the big reasons why we don't do this 
is because we don't think we're good enough and we're focused on our own fear. Really, you're here to live a purpose, your spiritual purpose. You're here for a reason and a mission. And I know you know that, but you're here to make an impact and help others. When you start really making that the priority, in combination with making sure you're taking care of yourself, by the way, I'm always someone that's going to tell you to take care of yourself first before you take care of others. But when you really focus on, I'm here to help others, I'm here to make an impact, I'm here to share and to be a vessel for my higher self to come through, to be a vessel for spirit in whatever way, shape or form that looks like, then you're on track. When you are thinking, I can't do this, I don't know how to do this, then you're only going to stay in that place. So number one is really shifting into, I'm here and I'm going to let the divine work through me to help other people. And that will start you on your path to move. So if you're looking for courage, one thing is to, one, stop thinking about all the fears and the doubts that is not going to serve you. What is going to serve you is to be filled up with fulfillment and joy by helping others. And so accept the fact that you're here for a reason and your job is to listen to your intuition and the gut feelings through your intuition, the sounds through your intuition, the knowings and the actions, the things that you see, all those things to follow your path. So when you are wanting to walk your path or your purpose, and it's in a place where you have to make a pivot, I just wanted to share my story to give you a little bit more insight. So let me kind of continue on with that. I took Reiki classes, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to learn how to connect more and deliver messages. Reiki seemed to be the gateway for me to understand how energy flowed through me and my intuition started opening up way more and I needed to hone it. So I started to take classes on my intuition and I started to take classes for Reiki. And then I said, you know what? I want to do this for others. So I started doing these for free. I wanted to make sure that people were able to receive the impact I I had hoped that they would. And not from that ego place, but from, hey, I'm just delivering this ability. And I wanted to make sure that I was doing good, that they were understanding and they were receiving. So I did it for free for a while. And then I thought, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start my own business part-time. So at the time, I was still working this job that was like 12-hour days. Oh, hated it. But on the side, I would have my business where I would see clients. So what I did was I contracted through a Reiki clinic because I thought, I don't know how to start my own business and what to do. So I'm just going to go ahead and contract. That way I was able to fulfill. I had fulfillment. I had like, I was fulfilling a purpose. So I would work my 12 hour days and then I would go see clients at night or on the weekends. And it really lit me up. Now, as the story continues, I knew and asked my spirit guides to give me more opportunities to grow my business, and I loved it. And I said, hey, help me know when it's time to quit my job. Now, my intuitive language is, seer has always been the primary. 
I also have the empath language. I have all the languages, but Sears been my primary, but the Chandler started taking over. Chandler is a big one for me. And one day I just quit my job and I was like, what did I just do? And it was as if overnight, my part-time business just blew up into full-time business. And it was seriously like magic, but it was truly following my intuition, my guides. So if you're wondering, how do I even start? Hey, you could do something part-time and then grow it. That's actually what I tell people who come to me and they ask how to do something. I say, you know, let's not make it so stressful on yourself. Why don't you start something, grow it, and then you've, you feel like you've got the safety net to move into. So how do you get the courage to actually make the pivot? Well, we talked about you focusing on others and who you want to serve. But what happens is then you have to start shifting your identity, meaning you have to communicate this with people who are closest to you. And eventually you'll have to communicate it with perhaps clients if you're changing careers or the people you work for or whatever that looks like in your business. So how does that work? Well, if you're scared about even talking about your intuition, it's going to be important that you, one, be confident in yourself. So confidence comes with experience, but you can start with having confidence that you know that this is what you're made for. And when you start having your part-time business or you want to do it for free, you start getting the validation that this is something that lights you up, that this is something that your clients really love. And then that gives you more confidence in yourself. So the people around you, I'm going to be honest with you, they may not understand. And they might not understand for a couple of reasons. So when I kind of came out of the intuition medium woo-woo closet to my family, I really was like, hey, um, I'm taking classes. I'm learning this. This is what it is. So their questions were, oh my gosh, is this the devil? Oh my gosh, you know, like, how do you know this is real? Like, you can't make a living of that. And they have all their preconceived notions about what it was. And so for me, I had to say, is it going to be positive or worthwhile to educate them? To talk to them about, hey, you know, this is natural, it's normal, or is it going to be a waste of my time? Because one of the things you'll have to discern is, is it even going to be beneficial? Like if they're going to just argue and know what their stance is, then no, it's not. If they're just really concerned, then you can talk to them about it if you feel aligned and and if you feel called to do that. It's going to be you standing strong in your beliefs, you standing strong in your mission, so strong that you're a tree that cannot be knocked over by the wind. It's this is how it is. This is how I feel. This is what it is. Understanding that most of the time, the people that are closest to you are going to be saying these things out of love and worry and concern. So understand that most of the time it's coming from a place of, we love you. Are you sure you want to do this? The next thing I'll say is, it sometimes comes out of a place of selfishness too, where they're like, I don't want you to make the change because it's going to affect me because I can't control my worrying. And because what if you start your business and somehow it doesn't work out and it affects me or whatever. 
understand that's their shit and not your shit, right? That's their stuff. When you're following your intuition and the messages from your spirit guides, you know that what you're doing is right. You know that they're never going to steer you wrong. And that's why it's important to have a very clear and strong rapport with your intuitive language and your spirit guides so that you understand, I know I can do this. Now, I know if you're out there and you're thinking, I've had that and I'm afraid people are going to think I'm weird. I'm going to tell you some people are going to think you're weird. That's okay. Who cares? (laughs) It's okay to be you and it's okay for people not to understand. You most likely somewhere in there have a teacher archetype and the teacher archetype teaches people by example and sometimes can teach through the vocation as well. When you make a change and you start saying, yes, I'm going to do this, what happens is a ripple effect. When you stand strong in your beliefs, it gives the people who come in contact with your vibration, with your field, it gives them permission for them to be themselves too. Sometimes people are mad at you for being yourself because they haven't given themselves permission to be themselves their selves, however you want to say it. Understanding that you are helping light up the world when you make the change, when you make the pivot, when you can do this. So I wanted to talk about those things. Now, if you're still wondering what your life purpose is, know that it will be revealed to you. You just need to take those steps as you move to the next level as you move to the next part of your journey and your cycle. And I'll give you a resource. Stay with me and I'll tell you what it is. But now I want to talk about what happens when you have to talk to your spouse about changing your vocation, changing your purpose and all that. So for me, I went through this huge shift where I was like, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to start my own business. I told you I went from part-time to full-time. And I just lived that for years and years and years. I'm like, oh, I love my purpose, love my purpose. And at the time I was doing reading. So reading started to take over as the main income generator. And Reiki was still present, but readings were the main thing. And I kept hearing from my husband, Winnie, you're just not so happy anymore. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm fine. Like, what are you telling me? And my husband's telling me, you know, you're not, you're not okay anymore. You're kind of grumpy. I also did teaching. And whenever I would do teaching in classes for Reiki or classes for mediumship or intuition, I loved it. I loved it. I was making a bigger impact. I was doing a lot of things in the business. So one day my throat just closed up. Now there can be physical factors that led up to it. The doctors weren't quite sure what happened. They have some ideas. I think it was a combination of some physical things and choices that I made, but the energy, my throat just shut down. I couldn't swallow. I had to have people stay with me when my husband went out of town because I I had a high risk of choking. I was in the emergency room twice in a week. So I had a lot of tests and all that stuff. But at the time, my body forced me to make a decision. Can you still do readings? Can you still do teaching? You're going to have to take some time and sit your butt down, Whitney, is basically what it was. 
I was thinking about it for a while and I said, you know what? No more readings, no more Reiki sessions, no more one-on-ones. I'm going to do teaching full time and I'm going to pick it back up as soon as I allow myself some healing. And once I made that decision, it took a few weeks and it was as if my throat just was like, fine, we're good. Now, I will say one of the biggest things that helped me move that energy out of my body was breath work. Breath work was amazing. It really helps. And if you are a channeler, then understanding that you've got to move energy out of your body. And if you don't, your body will come up with issues to give you the message. So for me, it was, hey, let's close your throat down. We're tired of you talking and doing all the things. How do you want to use your voice? It was, oh, I want to use my voice through teaching. And so then I pivoted. Even after years of thinking I was on my purpose, I realized I wasn't stepping into my full archetype, my full life purpose archetype, which is teaching. Healing is second, teaching is first. Creator, in case you're wondering, is third. So we can have different archetypes and different priority levels. So I went into teaching and it was this place of, here we go. I'm going to make a, a little shift in my financial as I build my teaching business. And I had to explain it to my husband and he was completely fine with it. However, let's talk about when your spouse is not on the same page. So when you have to make a pivot like that, sometimes your spouse is not in a place where they understand one, they don't even understand entrepreneurship. So if they don't understand entrepreneurship, it's going to be really important for you to find a group of people that are entrepreneurs and that get it. And one thing that to tell them, and this goes with intuition too, if you love me, you will trust me. <laughs> do you trust me? <laughs> and do you love me? And if the answers are yes, okay, this is how it is. Most of the time it's because they are afraid that this will jeopardize the financials of the household. And so while it's important to meet with a plan, your accountant, like you can meet with a financial planner, but to come up with some plan because there might be a shift in financials, it's important to communicate your purpose. Now, if you've already been an entrepreneur like I was and I needed to make a pivot, then talking to your spouse and just letting them know it's so important to you is going to be really careful too. And you can point out some of the positives that your intuition has helped you with in your life. And this is why it's important to journal and validate your intuition. So you can say, hey, do you remember when I told you to do this and how this worked out? That was from my intuition. My intuition is telling me X, Y, Z really strongly, or I just can't take it any more stress-wise. And if I continue around this path, I know that I'm going to break down and my body's going to break down. So how can we come up with a plan together for the household? Understanding that it's really important to you and for you. Now, if you're trying to do all the things right now, please be careful because you might be in burnout. So it's important to talk to your spouse about where can we let some things go? Now, of course, if it goes past this, I always recommend find a therapist to help you with this. But following your intuition is going to be key on the timing. And sometimes that timing is not going to make any sense. You're going to be like, what? Like, you're telling me to do this now? So follow your intuition. 
and your intuition is never going to guide you in the wrong place. I hope that these stories and these tips have helped. I want to share one more story. And so one of the stories is from my student. She studied with me years ago. She's been with me through my entire journey. And she never, ever wanted to start her own business. She said, I want to live my purpose and I'm happy with my career and that's how it's going to be. I said, okay, that's fine. You can totally live your purpose through your career. So let's say you're a helper. A helper is a life purpose archetype. And one of the life paths that you can choose as a helper could be being in the nursing field and you're working for a hospital or a healthcare organization. That's completely in alignment, right? So anyway, she went with me throughout the years and um, just want to say that she finally realized, I know my life purpose archetype, and I'm going to start my business. So it might take an immediate reaction of, I want to start my business. It might be, Whitney, I hear what you're saying. I don't want to start my business. That's fine. You don't have to. But it also might be part of your journey that you're resisting. And it could be 12 years later that you finally realize you want to start your business. So realize that whatever I'm telling you here today, it might not hit you right now, but it's in your energy and it's planting a seed for you to decide. And I have had clients that are like, nope, I'm a helper, but I'm going to help in the hospitality business. And I don't want to start my business. That's fine. It's just knowing that what I'm saying now is there for a reason. All right. So if you want to learn more about your life purpose archetypes and what I teach inside of Intuition Abundance Academy, I have a free guide for you. That free guide is messengerspirit.com forward slash life purpose. And you can download this free guide and it will tell you the different life purpose archetypes. What I'd love for you to do is when you download that guide, hop into my free Facebook group and tell me what it is for you. All right. I'll see you next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to stand spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.